This is winging it. It is the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. It happens in between both proper to ensure that you can spend anywhere from about 15 minutes to maybe up to, and including at least 180 minutes, that was a weird thing to say, with us every week. So here we are again, David, but something's different. What's changed? Well, there are a few things different uh, in uh, tonight's Winging It because we're recording at both Studios West, ah, for one, ah. which we've only done on one other occasion. Right. And, uh, you know, we try to have everything here that we have uh, at the regular both Studios, like the sign. I always be sure to bring the sign. There it is. We have beverages uh, aplenty, we uh, do. including in some in fancy stemware that would last about 30 seconds in uh, both studios, Maine, before it got knocked over and smashed on the floor. That's probably true. A little, uh, not exactly as spacious, but it's cozy. In it's its own cozy. Way. And uh, we have the dog here, thankfully not in the room at the present at the present time. Penelope, the beauty of the earth, uh, distracting us. She's but very distracting. We did not. We I forgot something in my co- in my copious preparations. I forgot to bring my mic stand, so I'm actually holding the mic, which I think is like working. Like I'm on stage or something. So if anything sounds weird, that I've, might have something to do with it. I think it's working for you, man. But uh, won't be lack of preparation because that's what winging is all about. Yeah, is your lack of preparation right? Not mine. No, no. no in fact, I, it calls I, upon yours. It does, Your yes. preparation. I must be prepared. So, well, you're going to think, well, what are we talking about? Well, Christina, you're not the kind that does stuff that's, like, appropriate for seasons, do you? Yeah, I am that kind. So you're that kind of cheese ball. I am a little cheesy. So we're going to talk about some of the scariest bands of all time. Nice. And why people consider them scary. And you can tell me if you find them scary or not. And these are going to be ones that you're either very familiar or somewhat familiar with, like Kiss. Kiss. Now, they may have turned into a novelty spectacle, selling out large arenas with their theatrics and their anthems, but consider that a common occurrence at a Kiss concert is having the lead singer do what? Well, there are a number of... It probably would not be... The fire, but of it course, is. breathing fire is a, is a very scary thing. That's one. And, uh, of course, the, uh, the spewing uh, simulated the, the, the stage blood, spitting sta- uh, stage blood all over the That's himself, correct. Uh, Gene Simmons. Both of these uh, acts involving Gene Simmons. Frankly, I like the fire thing. I'm disappointed with the blood thing that they continued. They didn't do it when they did it in Dubai, the New Year's Eve concert. Thank God it was better for it. Uh, I wish he would stop that stuff, but I do like the fire. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't hurt. And a little trivia about uh, the professor in my early uh, formative days. I actually, see, I'm holding the mic a little far away now. That's the problem here. Mm. I actually, in my garage bands and things like that, actually uh, attempted to breathe fire, only I don't know the technique. So I just like filled my mouth up with uh, acetylene from a, uh, a torch and uh, just lit it up. Seems like a bad idea. Very bad idea. Within yeah. uh, these suburban homes, but that's mm. what we were about when we were kids. We were very intelligent beings. Very much. But, um, so that's what uh, earns them the uh, designation of scary, does it? Well, it's pretty scary. I mean, their makeup isn't exactly soothing. You know, their 300-foot-tall right. thing isn't exactly soothing. You know, just the, the tongue down to the ground isn't exactly soothing. Interesting for most women, maybe, but not soothing. Well, the thing is, if you stick around long enough, you become, as you said, you become that institution. Now, every day, not a day goes by, I don't read posts on Kiss's official uh uh, Instagram feed from their uh, farewell tour, people saying, I brought my five-year-old. It was their first concert. What used to be scary, what used to give suburban parents nightmares and, and gave us thrills, is now so family-friendly that it's, it's become an event where you bring the kitties. And, uh, of course, uh, Gene Simmons has got no beef with that, does he? 
<laughs> no, he doesn't have any beef with that, but I will just tell you, I'm not bringing my kids. If I had kids, they're not going to a Kiss concert. There are concerts you would not want to bring them to. Uh, the well, Kiss, one, because the music sucks, but then number two, because of the weird The outfits. blood thing is the only thing I would not want my kids to I don't my want my kids to, to want to go and do this blood, this, this not only the blood thing, but then do the fire breathing. I just think it's a bad idea. Yeah, without the blood, I would take the kids. With the blood, no, it's just tasteless. But look what happened to you. You went and did it. You yeah. went and tried it. So right. I don't want my kids to, I can't go, okay, honey, don't try this at home. They're going to try it. Yeah, you, you have a I'm point there. Saying, you have a so point. I'm probably not going to do that. And I'm probably not going to take them to a Slipknot show either. Because they could really be cast in their own horror movie. All nine members wear matching uniforms, but as you probably know, they wear super creepy, awful masks that are awful. only known by numbers. Nightmarish, yeah. And it's, it's been said that their lyrics have inspired a pair of killers and a grave robbing. So that makes the band pretty scary than just a group of guys in masks. Well, yeah, even there, were, there was the... Uh Silly, uh, goofy, wacky, romantic stuff. Even in Kiss's early days, Slipknot has been uh, terrifying from the start. And I'm not a big—I don't like their sound of their music or anything like that. But I'm not holding. We're just them talking about strictly on the or scariness. Not. They are, and I believe it was one of the members of the band said, uh, uh, "If I weren't in a band, I'd probably be out killing people because I'm so intense and everything." I mean, they are a dark and dangerous, scary-looking band. Well, and uh, yeah, the absolute top of the list that I would pick, well, there are a few others, I suppose, but yes, they deserve their spot there. Well, Kiss is also in there, so people do consider them to be some of the scariest of all time. So. Yeah, because of at the time they were, not yeah, anymore. No. But, uh, yeah, Fire breathing, blood spitting, yeah. I'm not in. I yeah. don't want any of that. Historically, absolutely. Just as, as was Alice Cooper. Now he's, he's the soccer dad next door. Just you know? so you know, this is a list from uh, not that long ago. So it's not like it's an old list. They're no, still no, I didn't think. I figured it would be one of those. Who is it? Ranker and all no, these cool people. No, this is paste. Paste. Okay. This is paste. Somebody new every time. Yeah. Well, I try to keep it real. Hey. And uh, let's see who else. Slayer. Well, Slayer's become one of the biggest names in thrash metal. We know who Slayer is, and they're also one of the most controversial because they've been accused of. They've been accused of. We're not saying that this is actual of Nazi sympathies, of being white supremacists and Satanists. Now they've denied all of this. But their music still shocks people. Um, so they had a jihad about September 11th, and the cover of their album for Christian Illusion was banned in many places. So Slayer does have a very scary f- appeal, I think. And I think that is, I think it's important to know that sometimes scary is appealing. Like, we're okay. We go to, I don't go to Slayer to feel calm. I go to Slayer to... To, you know, kind of be intense. Yeah, to be intense and to be kind of like, what if I'm pissed off? I kind of, you know, it's kind of nice, you know. Um, I don't watch a lot of Slayer, but, you know, it's it's that kind of music, you know, know, and, and maybe it is soothing to some people. It's not to me, but I don't always look for soothing. So Slayer has a scary kind of appeal to them, don't you think? Yeah, and they, along with uh, bands of contemporaries of that age, like Metallica, you stick around long enough. You're old, you got, you know, you're short hair, you got kids and all this stuff and everything. But still, uh, Slayer, I think, has held on to the menace a little bit more than Metallica. But um, No, Metallica are the nice guys of metal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, They've uh, never been scary to me. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the Nazi sympathizer thing. It was a very, very poor, I think uh, the song is Angel of Death. Yeah. Very, very poor choice on their part. Very bad taste. Agreed. They were trying to, my, yeah, it was just, it was a bull. It was a shock tactic, and it was a misfire. It worked. It, 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 it worked, worked as it shock, work, but it's, you But know. it was very off-putting. But, yeah. I mean, of course, that's an unfair label to stick them with. And, Agreed. Uh, Satanism and all that stuff is, is... And they've come right out and said, I mean, and I, I, th- I believe some uh, watchdog group or something like that was talking about this, because they said some kid contacted them and said, you know, Slayer is my God, I sacrifice animals to Slayer and all this stuff. And... 
the hosts called up Slayer and said, would you please tell this kid that it's all just for the show? It's all a show. It's not real. You know, because they could have, because they don't believe in that stuff. Right. But they wouldn't do it, according to the story I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't want to slander them. It could also be in the same way they didn't want to say it as like, hey, our music isn't about this. We're not going to tell your kid not to do that because it's not it's not what our music is about. So then why would we have to have a conversation with your kid? You have a conversation with your kid. You know, it's a weird thing to ask me to do, but... It de- it depends, I guess. It's a well. They they could have if the story is true. They could if have the said story's true. If the story's true. They could have said, well, okay, we definitely don't want you sacrificing any animals for us. Please don't. Yeah, just buy the record. Yeah, we're not in. You know, offer it. May, turn your your offering into money and buy yeah. the record and buy some merch. But if the story is true, if it's we're but, saying it's um, alleged, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, they're one of them. They're definitely up there. There are worse ones, but they're not as well known. So. Well, Eminem is on this list. Are you surprised by that? <laughs> Probably the first words you ever heard him rap were, hey, kids, do you like violence? I remember that, right? Of course. And it seems to summarize the controversy that's been behind his extremely successful career. As we know, he's crazily successful. Um, And the line between him and his insane alter ego, Slim Shady, is usually pretty confused. And he raps in detail about murdering his ex-wife while his daughter's watching, misogyny, drug use, basically any offensive thing you can imagine. His detail and lack of filter can make Eminem a pretty terrifying rapper. Now, one of the big things I remember, of course he says all those things, but then Stan was a pretty terrifying song, you know, about a fan who does some horrible things, you know, uh, because he didn't hear back from Eminem. So I don't know that I would put him in, in the scary, but I do think some of his his lyrics are, you know, perhaps they they ride that line. Well, the genius of Eminem, and there was a time when I had every Eminem record out there. I've, Still I've, love so, him. I've so gotten over rap, honestly. I love him. But I loved, I had every Eminem and Ice-T record and Body Count Absolutely. for a time. Uh, Eminem is, it's just no holds barred genius. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, he Love can him. scare you to death. I mean, some of his songs are really terrifying. I mean, the, the musical motif. This is not phony plastic beat machine shit like he got now. There were these really intense musical motifs behind him that sometimes involved like guitars and things like that and everything. And they're really powerful music. And he could frighten you. He can also make you laugh your ass off with his manic energy and his uh, you know voices and characterizations and everything. So, I think uh, most of his characterizations and voices that were very mocking and were meant to be menacing and kind of, you know, un- unsettling, and I think it worked. Well, he, he, he puts on a mask all the time and does these stories, and yeah, and they are sometimes pretty damn disturbing. By the yeah. way, interesting thing I just learned, you're one of those young hip people, so you probably know this, but I just found out the other day that Stan either, well, Stan is an idiom now, mm-hmm. it's a it saying, is. yeah, and... The theory behind what it means, I don't know if Eminem meant this or not, if he just randomly picked the word Stan, or the name Stan, as his character. I think it rhymed. It's a terrifying song. Well, that and it's, a, uh, it's supposed to be an amalgam of stalker and fan. Now, that's an interesting theory, but I don't know if it's true. Wow. Stalker I mean, and fan. Stan. It, it, and if it is, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool if that was intentional. But if not, I feel like conspiracy theorists are working against us here. I'm like, dude, do, do we don't need conspiracies about songs. We're cool. I, I wonder where, well, if Eminem is going to own that. Because that would that's, be interesting. That's interesting yeah. yeah, but it has become a thing. Again, it it's has, like it's yeah. its own oh, I, thing. I'm, I'm, I totally stan so-and-so. Yeah, I'm a total exactly. stan for this artist. You it's know? so true. People are saying An that. artist will come out and say something cool and they go, wow, I stand the right person. I <laughs> totally stand the right person. <laughs> and we know that you all stay on us, and that's cool. And speaking of Eminem, <laughs> as a nice segue, he says, Hey, kids, do you like violence? Do you want to see me stick nine-inch nails in my eyelids? <laughs> I'm <laughs> you sorry. You that? can't help. Now, honestly, I would not. And you know what he says? I love us uh, to go back to Eminem for a second. He said in one of his songs, 
uh, I don't blame you. I wouldn't let Haley listen to me either. That's right. He's saying he would not let his own daughter listen. And he nobody should. That's music for adults who know that this is insane shit that you're hearing and just uh, and disregard it as anything but entertainment. Uh, young people should not listen to that kind of stuff. He's absolutely right. That's, I mean, I think that there is a time and a place for pretty much anything, but depends on the, the message. And I think there's some pretty rough stuff in Eminem's music. I love Eminem still to this day. I'll listen to anything he... You know, he writes, I'll listen to anything he does. I just think he's a genius. And I wanted to bring up Nine Inch Nails because they're not on here. And I think it's very weird that they're not on here because I think Nine Inch Nails is probably one of the scariest groups. If you just think about their visual representation, you think about their videos, you think about the darkness of their songs, you think about, you know, I want to fuck you like an animal. You think all that stuff. To me, they belong on this list. I don't know why they're not here, but I wanted to bring them on. They're not Good. They were one that I had to bring and up. The sound is, is frightening. There's no question I love about it. The, sign, but it the is. sound is scary. It's the sound of madness. It's the sound of, you know, just insanity, scary shit. Yeah, insanity, insanity. It's diabolical. Insanity. It's, it's, and, it sounds murderous. It's all kinds of things. You mentioned the videos. There, there's no getting around that. I mean, they're terrifying. They're terrifying. I mean, the video to Closer, it's like, good Lord. Terrifying. I, I was watching, <laughs> I actually saw for the first time American Horror Story, and it's like the first season. It's like, oh, now I know when you see the opening credits, you know, you see the title sequence. Those are terrifying. Yeah, that's, uh, now I know what Marilyn Manson's video d- uh, directors do when they're not working for him. They do this shit because it's so scary. It's and so I think scary. gratuitous and unnecessary and actually cheapens the song in my opinion because i'm not I into that you know i disagree i think it i think i think that it does exactly what he wants it to do it it gives you a visual to his song to his lyrics and it's fucking frightening it just takes it to the next level and i think it's art so he gives you art in this level and then he gives you the video and it takes it to another level and you're like holy shit this is the scariest shit i've ever seen on purpose and the same thing could be said about a certain artist and i have a feeling that he is about to pop up let's see uh could it be marilyn manson it could be indeed Indeed, i was going to segue directly with the beautiful people yeah the the beautiful people video Ah. is uh it's not nearly as bad as closer so disturbing but it's disturbing anyway you know i will watch it i've watched it so many times it gets more creepy the more you watch it it's so fucked up yeah but i love it it's good so he has easily become you know the most famous of the shock rockers who seem to want only to, to gain controversy to gain popularity through controversy i'm sorry um with manson it's worked i mean you know he's attacked religion as we know he continues to do that um his lyrics uh he's had his his music blamed for the columbine mm. um tragedy again i i don't believe any of that a, a, uh, a charge that was mentioned by eminem in song yeah. yes yeah. And while Manson's become less and less scary in the past years, which he has been, there are few artists in the 90s that weren't as shocking. Maybe Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, yeah, but Manson... Um, he's yeah, right up there. He, he's, uh, he was one of the granddaddies of them all as far as well, that. Cutting himself on stage. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have any issues with his apparel. He used to you know, do the whole like Rocky Horror attire. You know, his, he always had those weird... like. Um, contacts in and you know all that kind of stuff he w- and he just acted crazy and looked crazy and then the music again is so intense and so incredibly it just d- does something to you it puts you in a different place which is the beauty of music but then also terrifying right yeah yeah I, do i want to go into marilyn manson's head i'm not sure He's he got the same reaction during her his first you know five ten five years or something like that that Alice Cooper got way 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 back in the seventies and Alice Cooper's uh. an, uh, one of those guys he's been around for fifty five years he's an institution not that scary still puts on a great show and 
when Manson came out, uh, Cooper bagged on him a little bit, and That's too uh, bad. then they then they became buds and they toured together. And uh, Mr. Mr. Marilyn uh, popped up on the stage at the Hollywood Vampire show I saw to sing a few a uh, few bars there, with, which is uh, it's cool that they get along and everything. But yeah, he was uh, pretty shocking, pretty controversial. He belongs on the list if anybody ever does. And again, I think he's brilliant. I I mean, aside I, from I, I got to admit, I like him. Yeah. The, all the the you know the allegations against him all that kind of stuff i'm putting that aside and i'm just talking about the music and the fact that it's scary but it's brilliant i think he's absolutely brilliant i think he gets it and he he did what he needed to do to get himself where he wanted to be which is a shock rocker and in the collective conscience of everyone forever just like Ozzy Osbourne. That's yeah, Manson's okay. always starling for attention and occasionally commits an albatrosity, but I'm dropping references to another oh, show, and I would never God. cheapen anything like that, but carry on, Dale, please. Yeah. Yes, he's uh, definitely uh, committed many albatrocities, but uh, the same can be said for Ozzy Osbourne of Black Sabbath. So it may seem tame in retrospect, but Black Sabbath is one of the first bands to introduce the heavy use of occult and horror ideals into their lyrics, much like... Alice Cooper. Sabbath also brought the world uh, Ozzy Osbourne, as I mentioned, who has had his fair share of horrifying moments. Uh, bat decapitations, anyone? I know we have to keep going back, but I mean, that's pretty notable. And they were a heavy influence for many of the bands on this list. So they're pretty terrifying if you think about it. Now they seem pretty tame. Well, I don't think a bat decapitation will ever seem tame. No. Ever. Um, but, you know, they have a lot of scary stuff. Again, when we start getting into the occult and all of that stuff and the horror, I don't mind it, but it does make you scary. It's scarier when they're new. For some reason, when somebody comes out with the, you know, ominous and menacing demeanor of like a Marilyn Manson or uh, the sound of Black Sabbath or something like that or the, you know, the Alice Cooper thing, uh, you don't know. You don't really know what they're going to do, yeah. you know, for a while. And then after, oh, they've been here 10 years. They're winning Grammys and shit. And <laughs> yeah. Their kids got TV shows. Okay, yeah, well, okay, we're used to them now. They're institutions. It's like um, the Rolling Stones sang about all the way back in, in the 70s about uh, being respectable. You know, now we're respected in society. We go to the White House. We meet the president and shit like that. But they were a menace way back when, just like Black Sabbath, because of their horrendous behavior. And Ozzy, a lot of, Oz, a lot of it is Ozzy solo, I say, in defense of myself as a Black Sabbath fan. But uh, the band itself... Itself, uh, was uh, uh, pretty unpopular in certain places. Yeah, the band itself without Ozzy would have just been a really fucking great band. And oh, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they uh, brought him on and then they just kind of became the Ozzy Osbourne support band and that sucks. But uh, And nobody should be in part of the Ozzy Osbourne support band yeah. ever. Uh, the talent goes with Iomi. Sorry, Thank Iomi you. and There Butler. it is. Yeah. There it is. Well, I mean, I like the, the Iomi part. I just don't like the Ozzy part. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think many people really like the Ozzy part. I think they like any other singer. But you know what? We had Ozzy, and there he is. And I listen, prefer to listen to the uh, Black Sabbath Sans Ozzy. Sans Ozzy Sans. is what I'm talking about. Um, so I wanted to ask you, are there any bands, I already told you one of the bands I thought should be on the list, which is Nine Inch Nails, any bands you think should be on this list that aren't? Of scary bands, okay. Well, I mean, Alice Cooper used to be scary. I think it was great that you brought him yeah, up, because I think uh, yeah. he did. Because, see, because uh, having been around, being a dino- dinosaur, can understand, because he was the one they were shocked, and, and they wrote all this stuff, and it was a big menace, and everybody was afraid, and all this stuff. And now it's like, come on, he's, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's golfing with George Burns. And I remember a lot of the his fans, uh, I, had, I had a box set called The uh, Life and Crimes of Alice Cooper, and there was a lot of uh, input from some of his biggest fans, like Elton John, who thinks he's an absolute genius. And uh, Johnny Rotten, John Lydon, 
and the Ramones, who absolutely love that kind of shock. If you listen to a lot of their early stuff, there's a lot of you know shock horror lyrics and things like that inspired but by they're not scary. slasher movies. No, but their demeanor is not scary at all. They're they're just they're lovable, adorable. But I remember the saying they were disappointed to find uh, that Alice Cooper wasn't really a necrophiliac because he sang about that a number of times and uh, golfing with George Burns. And they said he Joey Ramone said it's okay. I gotta I gotta forgive him because it's Alice. But they wanted him to be that maniac, you know. But now everybody knows who Alice really is. But in the day, yeah, I remember. Uh, personally, uh, how frightened of Alice Cooper all the moms and dads were. Well, I think a couple of other notable uh, people that are on this list that I don't have time to talk about today is Romstein. Ah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they use flames on stage that have led to burning injuries. Um, and uh, although now the lead singer is a licensed pyrotechnic, so hopefully those things are in the past. But, you know, Du Hast translates to you hate, which mm. is one. Of, I love that song. Du Hast. Du Hast, Mish. Yeah, it's a great song, but it, you know, translates to you hate. So uh, they also did um, unsimulated, sec- uh, unsimulated sex acts with lookalikes of the band. So there's a lot going on. And then also Guar. Wait, so the members of the band were having uh, unsimulated sex with their own lookalikes on stage? Or? Correct. Uh, they were featured unsimulated sex acts with lookalikes of the band and their performances at the Family Value Store got them arrested. So, yeah, uh-huh. I believe that's correct. Okay. I know they're known for, I know very little of the music. I know they're known for pyrotechnics because whenever anybody talks about extreme pyrotechnics, they mention Rammstein, you know. And then finally, I would say the other honorable mention is Guar. So oh, they, yes, again, they wear yes. masks. They have names like Odorous <laughs> Urangus and Sleazy P. Martini, um, some of who are slaves. Their shows include many plays that include parodies of everyone from George W. Bush and Lady Gaga that usually leaves the audience covered in fake blood and worse. Yeah, and worse. I was going to say there was, in fact, worse. Simulated... So. Um, uh, yeah, fluids of certain fluids. Things. Yes, fluids. Uh, we'll just leave it at fluids because this is a family show. No, it's not. It's not a fucking yeah, family no. show. So anyway, those are some. I'm sure there's many more that we've missed of the scariest bands just in time for the spooky and or chilly season. So whether you hear this in October or you hear it in November or whenever you happen to hear this, it's always time for a little scary. All year round. Spooky time is all year round. Remember that. That's right. So, so we're going into Thanksgiving. So what? I say, you know what? One of the things I'm thankful the most for? Monsters. Okay? So let's move on. Yeah. All right. You, just when you thought he was going to get all mushy about his co-host, he's not. He went with monsters. That's cool. Well, I guess that only leaves for you to say. Let's fly this coop. <laughs> This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.